Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horrorpocalypse Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Horror Apocalypse. Uh, coming at you with another five-minute review. Uh, five-minute new to to uh, to Shutter. Um, sorry, uh, this this movie. What the fuck did I just watch? Okay, um, uh, it, new to Shutter on on their recently added page, they had a movie, uh, Angst. Some of you may already be familiar with this. Um, others like me. We're not. Um, this is from 1983. I have not seen this movie. The The plot seemed pretty uh, interesting. Uh, newly paroled uh, guy um, terrorizes a family of three when, uh, when he's first released from, uh, from prison. So uh, as I'm watching, uh, the beginning, I hated it. I, I was not happy with it. I they take a lot of artistic angles, the low up angled shot, the above downward angle shot, the following crane height, uh just not it really kind of pulled me out of what was happening. Uh, I didn't feel any kind of connection. I wasn't on an eye level with any of these characters. So I it kind of pulled me out of the the story. And then it goes on, and it's German, so I'm reading it, and um, I'm getting more and more bored with this movie as it goes. And then it says, based off a true story. And uh, so I grab my phone, and I look at it real quick, and I, I guess it's based off of... Now, forgive me if you speak uh, Austrian, I, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but it's uh, Werner Niesick, I believe is how it's pronounced. I could be wrong. But um, it turns out Werner is a... Um, an actual killer. He's a uh, he's an Austrian mass murderer. Uh, he's also, I guess, one of the the most dangerous offenders in in Austria's criminal history. And this movie is about him. And I believe this movie, one of the the things that he's Werner is most known for was torturing and killing a family of three while on parole. Well, the main character in this movie, K, the psychopath, is, is his name according to IMDb. Which is funny because um, Nisik's last name begins with a K, so they're very much tying it to this. But this whole movie is about that. He gets released from parole. It's his own inner monologue uh, through most of the movie. Um, released uh, on parole, he he goes out. He's he's searching for, I guess, himself. He's trying to find a path to follow, and in doing that, he finds what he believes is this abandoned house, which is perfect for him. I mean, and it is a gorgeous house. He, he walks around the exterior of this house two or three times and, um, it's, it's a beautiful home. So we're a little more vested in it. He's like, well, now he's trying to find a house for himself. Um, he, he talks about at one point he stops at this diner before he gets to the home. I'm sorry, I'm bouncing before he gets to the home. He stops at this diner and he's, he's eating, um, uh, a bratwurst and he's fantasizing about the two girls at the end of the the bar and the the guy sitting at the booth and he's he's got this whole inner monologue and turmoil going on on what he's going to do with his life um 
and what he could do to these people and what he could get away with and what he couldn't. And then he finds this home and you're like, okay, good. He's, he's secluding himself. And then he breaks into the house. And you're like, all right, well, B and E, not as bad as, as your, your thoughts. Uh, and then it's all downhill from there. They enter, he enters the house. He finds this, um, mentally slow, uh, man in a wheelchair who he keeps following him around, calling him Papa. And, um, while he's there, the, these two other women come home and that's when it, it kind of goes to shit. He, uh, begins to to torture them and he's at first you're thinking well he just needs to survive he needs to subdue them get out and go he's fine and then he gives in to his inner urges and this movie gets fucking twisted but i'll be honest the the whole movie i spent watching this little dachshund run around um trying to protect its its owner at one point then it follows um K around like uh like well, I was gonna say like a little puppy dog, but yeah, he follows K around like a little puppy dog because now K is his new owner. Um he doesn't try to just subdue and leave. He does begin to torture these people. He he at one point uh, accidentally, I think, I think one of them was an accidental drowning, but he drowns one of them. He um ties one up he prevents the other one from getting medication and uh, when it's all said and done all three are dead there, there's no way around it all three of them are dead he loads them up into the the trunk of the car and we're thinking okay great um he at one point it looks like he's driving the car out to this secluded garage on the property he's gonna hide it and we're good to go no he decides he wants to go for a ride I don't think Kay has ever driven a car before because he doesn't know how to use the brakes and he ends up rear-ending this other car and takes off. Well, of course, this gets attention of the police and long story short, I won't ruin the ending for you, but I was a little I was a little shocked at how unshocked everybody else was at the end of this movie. Um, all in all, a decent movie. Very shocking. Uh, I don't understand how it has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, to be perfectly honest. Uh, there was a lot of this movie that kind of pulled me out of it, and mostly it was the cinematography. I'm, I can't even pronounce the guy's name because I don't think it has enough vowels to actually be a real name or word. But that cinematographer, I guess, has only done a handful of things, less than 10, I believe. And I'm kind of glad because if this is his style, I can't deal with it. So the shooting style, the the nature of it was very disturbing. Lots and lots of things going on with this movie that kind of pulled me out of it. I do recommend seeing it. I think everybody should see some shock cinema at some point in time in their life. Serbian film is a prime example. I think as much as I never want to see it again, I probably will. But I do highly recommend people check out movies like that. You need to kind of shock yourself into realizing the evils that are out there. And this movie is a good example of it. It's enough to kind of shock you and kind of pull you um, into the real world. So uh, I do recommend it, but not highly. Uh, out of five, I think I'm going to give this one about a two and a half. Had some good scenes. Um, 
the shock value is really good, but I think that's pretty much all it is. It's 1983, and it was banned in a lot of countries. Uh, nowadays, it may seem kind of tame, but it was still shocking to see some of this stuff. So definitely check it out. Let us know what you thought of it. You can uh, send us a phone call at 323-5-HORROR, H-O-R-R-O-R. You can leave a voicemail for us there. Uh, you can send us an email at horrorpocalypse at gmail.com, H-O-R-R-O-P-O-C-A-L-Y-P-S-E at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of all this. Hit us up on our social networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, any other movies you would like us to see or do a five-minute review on, let me know. You can also follow us on Patreon. I forgot to mention this last episode. You can follow us on patreon.com, and uh, you, for uh, a fee, you can actually pick a movie for us to watch, a full-length movie. We'll do a full entire episode on it, uh, at least an hour long. Uh, let us know what you thought. All right, guys, you have a great one.